This episode of Says Who? Look at me. It's brought to you by you. Look at me. Don't put your hand Through up. Through your support <laughs> of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Yes, our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of this because you become a member of what we call the Town Watch. If you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. All of that is yours for the taking at patreon.com slash says who. You didn't look at my dance. I didn't. I had my hand up over your little picture the whole time. I got a new t-shirt. I know. I saw that. It It says says, free people read freely. That's right. That's right. I like the, I like the kind of, it's a very slightly 70s typeface on that too. That's right. Free people read freely. Okay. I love to read. Why is Amy Carter Shoe involved in this? Because I love to read. Okay. I like to read all kinds of stuff. All right. All oh, kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, there's lots of stuff I've read. Mm-hmm. Lots of stories. Yeah, I bet. Oh, you want to hear some? Not really. I'll tell you later. Okay, great. Listen, if you want to read freely. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually, I was just in the Strand today, which is New York's best bookstore. It is now part of my daily walk. Dex and I take a daily walk um, in the kind of mid-morning. That's a, it's technically her pooping walk, but it's also what we call jobs. And we do, I do all the errands. Like I pick up food for her and like, and she goes and visits all the stores that love her. You pick up food for your dog every day? No, but I pick it up like twice a week because it's heavy because it's, it's free, it's frozen meals. Okay. So I just, because we have to walk an hour a day anyway, I just, I have a circuit. I'm like, well, then we might as well hit the following places and then, you know, actually get stuff done along the way. Okay. So I get a coffee. Mm -hmm. We walk down certain streets. I pick up mail. But I go to the Strand Bookstore, which is New York's best bookstore where Dex is now very popular and gets lots of hugs. And I talk to them about books. Well, that makes sense. I have like... It's a beautiful reading summer right now. I don't yeah. know. It's in the air. Like everything is jamming. It's a beautiful reading summer. And listen, if you decide to read the Truly Devious series, know that I love you. Ah, that's it. Is that that's beautiful? All. Yeah, that was beautiful. If you want to buy books not at uh, New York's best bookstore, but instead on the internet, and you would not like to support uh, one Jeffrey Bezos. Then you could just go to Kick Bezos, otherwise known as Bezos, in the balls.org. What? what was that? Nothing. What was uh, that? That is our own little bookshop that we operate. And you can order Maureen's books. You can order my book. You can get books that we've talked about on the podcast, or you can just use the search bar and get other books. That's all at kickbezosintheballs.org. If you're buying things on the internet, you can also mosey on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where we have a large array of Says Who merchandise just waiting for you to pick it up. And hey, why not go to shop.dansinker.com? That's my shop. I sell a patch. It says trying on it. It's only eight bucks and it ships for free. That's all. Bye. So that's it? I ran out of steam there. Dan, how you doing? I slept for approximately two hours last night, Maureen, so I'm doing great. Why did you only sleep two hours? I don't really know. 
I had a bad dream that there was uh, some kind of smoke or dust or smoke dust monster or something coming in through our uh, heating vents. And I woke up all a, all a, a flutter about that. And then my brain was like, hey, well, since you're up, let's worry about everything. Okay. And, uh, and then I didn't really ever go back to sleep. That sounds fun. It wasn't. That sounds great. I'm very tired. Well, Dan, let's bring up the energy because it's time to do this. Ooh. <sighs> you ready? D- come on. You look very wincy. Well, that was a very wincy thing to say. Well, last time you asked if I was always this much. Yeah. Turns out going away for a week, I realize what? some bitter truths. What? Nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? It's all good. It's all fine. Let's go. Bitter truths. Disappointment is my milk blood. Um, just says, ooh, that's right. Disappointment is my milk blood. Gross. Uh, you don't, he's giving me the signal to keep going. I, it says who I, the podcast is a yes, podcast. Yes, it's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker. I'm Warren John. Dan, you, you're not, no nonsense with Dan today. It's, it, I don't know what happened last night, but none of it was good. Mm. I have I I typically I have I have what's known as insomnia a lot of the time and I'm pretty capable of dealing with it and it is not at all unusual for me to be awake for an hour or two in the middle of the night and that's fine but last night it was just I don't think I got a solid hour of sleep at all in the whole night I kept waking up or like the dog ran out of water and then she needed to, you know, me to get up and put water in her bowl or <sighs> I'm not at my best Maureen. Well, let's put it that way. I'm sorry, Dan. I mean, but, it's fine. But you said you had a nightmare. I did. Well, Dan, let's talk about nightmares for one second. Okay. Because the news today yeah, like we're going to get into the news news, but like this is feels yeah. like kind of sideline news, mm-hmm. like in terms of what we usually discuss, not in terms yeah. of anyway. OK, right now, today. Yeah, they are looking for a submarine. Yeah. Right? The story is that this guy made he's like he's one of these guys like it's like, hey, I want to make adventure travel things. I want right. to explore the ocean. And he made he had a made a submarine. Yeah. So the 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 whole submarine itself was was like made in laboratories and universities and stuff. But then to outfit it, he bought like a bunch of stuff, like a PlayStation controller. Sure. Controls it, and he's like, "This I got from like Camping World." And then he has like a button on the side because they made a film of some other guy getting in there, like a reporter getting in there, and he's like, "Yeah." It just has a button that goes down. He goes. They should be simple, like elevators. Anyone should be able to use them. Sure. Disagree, Dan. Disagree. Yeah, my, it seems, my, seems like perhaps that premise has been uh, blown out of the water. My father-in-law was a submariner. That was his oh, job. Wow. He was a submarine commander. 
Wow. So I've heard a lot of stories about life on submarines and what it takes to be on a submarine. And yeah. that the last thing you need is an amateur wannabe submarinist. Yeah. And um, it is, you have to be a special kind of person to be on a submarine. The training yeah. is intense and crazy. And I mean, they're I underwater think for that a long there time. Is a, there is a difference between being like a a military person stationed on a submarine for months at a time and right. a rich asshole who pays a quarter of a million dollars to ride in oh, a submarine for a few hours. Absolutely, Dan. But that is kind of the point is that they are not a joke and that yeah. everybody on there should kind of know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it seems sensible. And I, so right now the story and I was a, as a kid, I was a Titanic obsessive. Yeah. I was one of those kids that tried to memorize the manifest of everything that was lost in the, in the hold. Like that. And kind this of was pre-movie. This is pre-movie. And I have long, you know, everybody, it's because it's, they're scary and they're magical and terrifying. The idea of stuff trapped under the water. Yeah. It is my ultimate nightmare. The thought, truly, my if you're like, Maureen, you have to either go under the water or like die in a fire or something. I'm like, give me a fire. Fire every yeah. time. Fire 100% of the time. The idea okay. of being trapped underwater is my worst nightmare. So anyway, this guy's like, I made a submarine with a, with a PlayStation controller and a single button that goes up and down. Yeah. And I'm going to take rich, rich people down to look at the Titanic. Yeah. Which is, let's just also point out the fact that it is a graveyard. Yeah. A lot of people died. Anyway, oh, yeah. Dan... Um, they've lost the submarine. Yeah, gone. It's gone. I when I first heard about this, I thought this was like uh, their inaugural voyage, but they have actually done this in their PlayStation uh, mm -hmm. thing for a number of years now. So like, it isn't just like they were just like I don't know, drop it in the water, let's see if it works. Like, it has worked. So there's they've got that going for them. But uh, generally speaking, going to because it's what it's like a couple of miles down, right? Like it's two and a half miles down. Yeah, it is. That's uh, that's it is, two and a half miles in the wrong direction with water. It is the actually is it longer than because I think it's thirteen thousand feet down. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a Titanic head like you. I, I think it's 13,000 feet down. It's way, way down there. And it's, okay. um, it's a, it's a huge wreckage field. It broke in half. So the, it's, it's all yeah. over the place. Yeah. And, um, it's the way that the pressure works apparently is like, it's the pressure down there is so intense. Yeah. That if the, say it was breached, I believe it would just explode. I think right. that's what happens is that basically it explodes right? because of the pressure, the pressure change down there at that, at yeah. that level of depth. Um, so they had about 96 hours of emergency air. Right. They have been missing since I believe Sunday morning. It is now Tuesday okay. afternoon and they do not know where they are. Right. So either the thing got stuck and like blew up. Right. Got breached. Or they're sitting jammed somewhere in the Titanic footage, in the Titanic right. wreckage, with counting the counting down the minutes as the air runs out. 
Yeah. In the dark. That <laughs> sounds dark. great. It is dark down there, and they are in a tiny tube. Like, that thing is small. Yeah. I cannot now, imagine anything worse than this. Truly. At, well, I can, because as the creator of mystery novels, I'm sure that your head went to the same place mine did, which is, well, you can have a whole lot more air if you start bumping people off down there. That's true. That is true. So, and, uh, I mean, Dan, does I it thought- become a murder tube? Dan, listen, I spent the weekend in the Thousand Islands and all I, I did was think about if you yeah, did this. I, I, all I did the whole weekend was think about how to murder people, you know, with water and rocks and ship. It's 5,000 shipwrecks in the St. La- in that area. 5,000. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's on the sh- St. Lawrence Seaway? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's full of shipwrecks. Yeah. And, uh, you got. I was on glass bottom boat for part of it. So you, some of them are so wow. shallow you can see them. Yeah, yeah. You could see some shipwrecks. That's fun. Because some of them are only like six feet down. Yeah. Like they just hit some rocks, and then they said this one guy was bringing in his boat, and he hit he hit some rocks, and he lived on this part of the island, and he knew he was going to sink, and so he tried to just kind of get it to the point where it would go down, and yeah, they could just swim to shore, and it did. And his wife was watching from the house, and apparently instead of running to help. She was a painter and she just got a canvas and was just painted the thing going down because they were all, they all just kind of got out and swam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of them are real deep though. Cause it can be, it can be really hundreds and hundreds of feet deep. So some of them are very deep. Some of them are very dangerous. Some of them are just kind of there. Tons okay. of them. I find shipwrecks to be the creepiest thing in the world. One of my favorite Chicago stories of all time, the uh, neighborhood Right where like the John Hancock building is and then the Water Tower Place Mall, like the um, part of Michigan Avenue that is referred to as the Magnificent Mile. Uh, just east of that is the neighborhood and is a very rich neighborhood called Streeterville. And I always thought it was called Streeterville because there are a lot of little streets. But in fact, it's because it's named after a man named George Streeter, who in the 1800s beached a boat on a sandbar there. And then decided, hey, you know what? I'm not in Chicago. Anything goes here. I'm going to run a casino. I'm going to run a brothel. I'm going to do whatever it gets. Hey, everyone, come beach your boats, too. We're just going to have a big old beached boat world. And uh, they did that for a while. And in fact, I believe for quite a while, his, uh, his descendants had like the longest running lawsuit in Chicago's history over all of the land because that land is worth billions of dollars now. Right. And they basically were like, well, this is our land. And anyway. we crashed our boats here. Yeah. My, my great, great, great grandfather or whatever. He claimed it when he ran his boat asunder. Anyway, then the thousand islands, we should move there. Okay. It is ungodly beautiful. Sounds good. The water is something like 98% pure. Oh, Wow. It, it's what's crisp. the other? What's the other two? It's just shipwrecks. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's um, it's crystal clear. Nice. And it has a kind of a non-harmful algae that gives it a greenish look, so it looks like the Caribbean. Wow. So it has this greenish, clear, beautiful turquoise water. Wow. Everybody has a boat. Sure. 
And the, when I took the last button boat, the tour guide was a teenager. And I actually sat and kind of interviewed her and talked to her for a while. And she comes to work every morning on a jet ski. Man, there you go. Because she That's spends her where summer. should have started this whole pitch. She, she lives on the island in the summer. Yeah. And she just jet skis over to the dock to start to do her job. And then Naturally. her job is to be on the boat all day and like do tours and help people on the boat. Yeah. And I said, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. She's like, I know, I'm really happy all the time. Like, they all just look happy all the time. Okay. Because they're all on every cut, everything from a jet ski to a canoe to a, to a yacht. It's all out there. So like yeah. huge shipping barges because it's a shipping yeah. channel. And everyone's zipping around on boats. And I was like, well, what do you do? And she's like, well, we're all just a big community. And we all hang out and have barbecues and dances. And then there's a winery at the end of the summer. We all go and pick grapes there and, they, and we have a party. And then they give us like you get a bottle of wine for picking the grapes and you be at the, and you go to the party and we all go to that party. And everybody's like one big family. Wow. It's one big family of people that some of these islands are huge and some of them are just small enough to have one island. They're basically some of these houses should be called stay the fuck away from me island because it's just one yeah. little house on an island. I'm just little saying, house Dan. on an island. That Dan. was one of the, the lesser known of the Little House books. It is beautiful. I it bet. is breathtaking. Sounds great. Uh, yeah. So, so now I'm I'm a fan. Okay. Well, good because you're writing a book there. Yeah, I know. That's a pro, hard, pro tip. Be hard to write if you were like, "Well, this place sucks." Sometimes you have to do that too. Yeah. It's no sometimes you got to hang out by the dumpsters, but sometimes you get to go to an island. Sounds Got nice. To, saw a bunch of castles. Bunch of rich people bought a lot. There used to be a lot of fuck you money up there, Dan. Yeah. All those like late 19th century capitalists with yeah. so much money, they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. They built, they were all like, we all need castles and then we'll boat from island to island and we'll, you know, and just have a social scene. That seems exactly like the conversation that went down. A lot of fires. There's a fireboat called Last Chance because basically <laughs> if it, it arrives at your place in time, it's your last chance. The other is like no chance. It's just because oh, it's a slower boat. That is not a joke. <laughs> that is really what they called them. <laughs> I, just, I want them like, I want another one that's called Best Chance and one La that's like pretty good chance. No, that's just it. just keeps sending them. Last Chance is the best boat. Oh. Which means that you may be saved. Hmm. Then they there's like one upgrade. that's there's one that's slower, and the last one is like no chance, like no chance. or it's it's like it's burned down or something. Oh, here comes the SS. You're fucked. Basically, they're very pragmatic about this. There's a lot of fires, <laughs> and yet ironically, they're on the water. Yeah, they're these houses apparently used to burn down all the fucking time. <laughs> sure, why not? They were like, yeah, that hotel that you stayed in, that burned down twice. I know the guy who burned it down. <laughs> They're like, everybody knows that guy who burned it down. It was okay. wild. I was wild. only there. I was only there for, like, I got there Friday. And then I was there Friday night. All of Saturday was boats, 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 boats. And then I got right off the boat, drove to the airport, and came home. It was Man. very tightly packed. You're on it, though. Dan, though, I will tell you, I upgraded my seat to first class because it was $9. <laughs> and um, so I was like, all fancy. I'm like, $9 buys you a lot these days. And they're like, man, would you like a drink? I was like, uh, sure, I'll have a glass of wine. Dan, usually they give you a little tiny glass. They gave me yeah. was like a beer glass full of wine. They're like, here's your, <laughs> here's your big gulp of Chardonnay, ma'am. Have a good flight. 
I was like, oh, God. A good flight. It's 20 minutes long. Chug a lug, Pooh Bear. This this flight is 38 minutes long. Let me tell you, I had a nice time sitting there sipping and reading my book. I was accidentally wasted by the time I got to New York. I, because I don't, I never, I don't think I've ever, maybe once in my life, I've ever drank on a plane. I just don't do it. I think I just did it because I was full of like happiness in life. Otherwise known as wine. No, I mean, when I got on and, out and said I would take it. I was okay. just been in a beautiful island where everyone's like, everything's nice. Everyone is like almost pathologically friendly. Wow. I'm telling you, Dan. I'm in. Sign me I, up. Sounds great. I think you'd like it. Do you like boats? I, I like boats. Do you like submarines? I've never been in a submarine, but I will say that the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago, Illinois, has a captured German U-boat that they built an entire building around and it's beautiful. It's really pretty cool. So Uh, I like that submarine. I like the U-505. There was another guy who built a private submarine and that guy, there's a, there's a Netflix documentary about this guy. He's was literally, he's a murderer. He built it. And then just so he could basically take someone on it and murder them, which he did. Wow. How did yeah. he live? Uh, they went, he came up, he went down with someone and came up without them. And they were like, we have some questions for you. That's a fancy submarine where you can jettison a body. Yeah, they, uh, and he murdered someone. It was very, it's, it's a terrible, terrible story. But whenever I'm like, someone's like privately building, I don't even like people that own, like when people own their own plane and, and they're like, I just fly around. I'm like, no, you don't. You're going to kill us all. Stop it. I'm just trying to still imagine the scenario. So a guy builds a submarine and he invites someone in with him. And then he's like, hey, let's play a game. It's called hide in the torpedo tube. It's much more terrible than that. Okay. He was a he was a sadistic murderer who had been planning a very sadistic murder for a long time. And basically the next woman who was, got in the submarine with him, this was his plan. And it was supposed to be somebody else that worked with him. And she couldn't go that day, and a, and a journalist went instead, and the journalist was murdered. Wow. Just because she happened to be on there that day. He was like, I'm I'm in a killing mood. It was, it is horrific. But wow, I'm like, thanks. don't, don't, submarines, do not have private, sub, don't, have, don't submarine, don't, su- I don't think it's, don't, scary. We don't need to know what's down there. Leave it alone. Okay. Just leave it alone. Let the orcas take out the yachts. Hell yes. I team Orca 100%. My favorite thing now is people that are like being like, hey, can somebody get this picture of J.K. Rowling's yacht to the Orcas? Or, hey, Jeff Bezos was just seen on his $500 million yacht. Can someone let the Orcas know? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I actually think I shared on Twitter and one of those was like, this is J.K. Rowling's yacht. Orcas get to it. I always appreciate orcas. One of my favorite orca story, there was a pod of orcas. They're very, very smart and they teach each other shit. Like, for instance, how to flip yachts. Uh, There was a pod of orcas up in the Pacific Northwest that one of them, I think the like the leader, she uh, she showed up one day with a dead salmon on her head. Like, hey, everyone, check out my sweet salmon hat. And then over the course of the next few months, people just kept spotting more and more orcas wearing salmons on their head. 
Because they were like, she looked fucking awesome. Now I look fucking awesome. I've got a fucking salmon on my head. Check me out. I'm fucking salmon head. They just had, they just wanted to have a salmon on their head? Yeah, they thought it looked cool. And then they, it was like a fad. It was a, it was an orca fad to walk around or to swim around with a salmon. salmon on your head. Wow. Which is fucking great, if you ask me. We should all walk around with salmons on our heads. Just show I'll, them who's boss. Or I'll have, a, I'll have some like a block of tofu on my head. There you go. What's that? It's tofu? Yeah. yeah. It's a fucking block of tofu. What, what yeah. about it? I look fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are you, I'm sorry. My tofu's up here. <laughs> but yeah, they apparently all those orcas have taught each other how to take out boats, and it's great. I don't know. Maybe the orcas ate the submarine. I, it's all... I, I just stop. it's not lost on me though that there at least here in the United States I should preface it with that there's been a lot more coverage of some rich folks that have gone missing in some dumbasses uh, yeah. submarine than the fact that 700 fucking people died off the coast of Greece with a Grecian Coast Guard boat right there because they were migrants coming from the Middle East. That's gotten so much less coverage here than some dudes in a fucking tub that happen to have a lot of money. I think that the the reason that uh, that's all, I mean, I agree. I just feel like I know the reason why we're interested, which is, first of all, hubris. Right. Leave the Titanic alone. The Titanic should have taught us all a lesson. Yeah. And not learning that lesson and just having a bunch of money and thinking that you're so smart. And now you're in the submarine in the goddamn somewhere at the bottom of the goddamn ocean and no one knows where you are. Yeah. That is the logical conclusion of capitalism. (laughs) It's true. So, Dan, that's all this week. Guess what I'm doing on Saturday, Maureen? Uh, water skiing. No. Pottery I'm going class. To two different barbecues. Oh, boy. With a bunch of people that I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, no. here we go. Here we go. For both of them. Totally different so- groups of people. <sighs> so, Dan, what do you do? You know do? what the first question everyone is going to ask me. So, what yeah. are you doing now? What I'm are you doing now, Dan? I'm stressed out about it. I'm already stressed out because you You know what I don't want to do? I don't want to repeat my performance at the previous barbecue that I went to. Well, let's try. Let's work it out right now. So, Dan, what are you doing right now? Stuff. Come on. What? Come on. What are you working on? What are you you working on? That's all I got. That's all I got, Maureen. All I got is stuff. I really. What What am I doing? Stuff. Stuff. What? Like what projects, Dan, specifically? (sighs) I don't even know why I brought this up. It stresses, it legitimately stresses me out so much when I think about the fact that I have to be like, well, let me tell you about this imaginary town. Oh, excuse me? What, what is this? Yeah. What's, what are you doing? Yeah. Nothing. I do stuff. Lots of stuff. Do hey, you do a, over there. Do you do a site called In Diamond Foire? <laughs> well, that we will get to that, Maureen, 
because it turns out I have to do an indictment.fyi update tonight. Shall we talk news? Yeah. Because as we sat down to record, Judge Eileen Cannon, who is presiding over the documents case, has set a tentative date for the federal trial of Donald Trump, Maureen, and it is August 14th. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, that's never going to stick. No, we will get to all the reasons why that will never stick, except for the fact that if you think of this latest indictment as an actual personal attack on me. And I at this point, I do. How else would you view it? Right. August 14th is precisely two days before I drop my firstborn off at his dorm room and say goodbye. This just feels personal at this point. (laughs) The man gets indicted on the first trip that my family takes to Disney in four years. And now that trial might happen when we have to say goodbye to our son? Are you fucking kidding me? You will see him again, Dan. I know, but it's different. I know. It is very different. I just wanted you to know you're going to see him again. Oh, I know we will see him again. And I'm excited for him. But it is going to be very difficult. As I remember Janice's sister, uh, when she dropped her kid off at college here in Chicago, said to Janice, well, I think this is what jumping out of an airplane feels like. Wow. And that's that's about how I'm approaching it. And so, of course, naturally, absolutely, why not have a fucking trial start right then? My mom told me that after I was dropped off at college, because my dad lived away for a couple years when I was in high school doing a job. Yeah. I was also I was 17. I was kind of younger. Yeah. Apparently he was bawling on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I fully expect to be bawling. I can think of it and start bawling. But think of all the Dan. I just want to. I want the says Hoovy instead of this. Dan's son is like the coolest. He's the He's best a good kid. One. Honestly, you were in the lottery. He's a good you, one. He is. His kids are so great. His little one is like my best friend. We've done some dancing and some pantsing. You know, it's all true. He's, He's super fun. He's adorable. You just want to like pick him up and squish his little face. Those squish, 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 because he's so cute. And he's so friendly. Like he comes up to you and he's like, I already love you. He has got that um, kind of big, big love energy. He has reached that age now where there are enough kind of full size teeth that when he smiles, his mouth is just like gigantic. And uh, his new thing is that he will give a thumbs up and he'll go when he pops his thumb, he does a little click, a little and then he gives a smile and his teeth are all just like giant and wild. He's a good one. He made me a little. I have every time a little kid makes me a card or a drawing, I save it. Oh, yeah. Like I have a little little folder that's like this child has made me something sacred. I keep it forever. So, you know, I know we're tan. It's a little bit of a tangent, but he's going to be like so deep in video games and tacos oh, yeah. and sunshine. It, but he's going to be like excited I'm, for him. And mm-hmm. he is excited. And also, it is going to be the hardest thing that Janice and I have ever done. So, 
you know what? Think about this. We'll, we'll distract you. It won't. It won't. And that's largely because experts are saying that that date is going to slip significantly. According to the New York Times, quote, the timeline set by the judge is likely to be delayed by extensive pretrial litigation, including over how to handle classified documents. In addition, they note, quote, uh, in each of the four other criminal trials the judge has overseen. Worth noting, this judge has only ever overseen four criminal trials. That's four. That's only four different from how many I've overseen. Yeah, not not just on the federal bench ever. Mm. Four. Mm. In those four criminal trials, she has initially set a relatively quick trial date and later pushed it back. So this this uh, the jurisdiction that this is falling in is known as the rocket docket because of laws that have uh, that actually require a date to be set within, I believe, 70 days of the arraignment. And so this falls within that window. Also worth pointing out, it is that is about 10 days, I believe, before the first Republican primary debate. Uh, but uh, the what everyone is saying is that this is probably going to be pushed back due to the fact that the trial will be held under the rules of the Classified Information Procedures Act, which, according to The Washington Post, the act was, quote, created to... Uh, creating a series of pretrial steps that must be taken to decide exactly what classified information will be used in court and how. Lawyers who've worked on such cases view the law as a time-consuming and difficult set of procedures that can be extremely beneficial to any defendant seeking to delay a trial. So the big steps, Maureen, first off, Trump needs at least one lawyer with a security clearance. And that can take weeks or months to get. And then there's the little fact that he doesn't keep lawyers for very long. No. So let's say you get your lawyer, they get their security clearance, and then you decide uh, because you're mad at them or because you just woke up on the wrong side of the bed or however it is he decides, you decide to can them. Then you got to start that whole process over again. So that seems like... One, that could take a while generally. I also think he has not finalized his legal team because so many people have turned him down. One of the things that I know he's still in the process of figuring out in Florida, you have to be a a member of your legal team has to be a Florida attorney licensed to to practice law in Florida. And uh, he has yet to find one that he likes. So there's that. Anyway, that's going to slow things down. Then there's the hilarious idea that they get all through it and then he fires someone and then they, you know, they're partway through the trial and then they don't have a lawyer that can handle classified documents. So that seems great. Uh, Then for the discovery phase, any classified documents shared with the defense need to be done. So that needs to happen in a skiff. So you can't just kind of send a pile of stuff over. And what is a skiff? A secure something or other. It's something or other, something or other. It's a secure room. What does it stand for? That was dumb. Skiff. Meaning. Sensitive compartmented information facility. That's what it is. So it's basically a, you know, a room that is secure. But uh, so there's that. Then once the defense has reviewed everything, they have to do something that usually doesn't happen which is they have to put together basically a document 
outlining their their defense and what documents they want to use because they have to get that approved because they could be revealing classified information to a jury, right? Uh, so that is also just interesting because typically a defense after discovery does not have to say, okay, so this is how we're going to defend this guy. But uh, apparently in these cases, and so there's a lot of kind of controversy around cases here because it, it, it makes, at least critics say that it is, uh, it kind of gives a lot of things to prosecutors. And, and one of them being the defense sort of has to reveal their defense. Um, anyway, so they give this plan. Uh, prosecutors can then try to overrule various documents, that sort of thing. Every single one of these steps has a bunch of litigation uh, possibilities. So it is almost certainly going to not happen on August 1st, except... If you read this whole case as a personal attack on me, in which case it absolutely is going to happen on that date. Okay, a couple questions. Uh Because of these complications, Trump could presumably just keep kicking the can down the road because if he doesn't have a lawyer, he could just make this not happen for a long time. Is there a limit, time limit? Uh, There doesn't seem to be. Other than the fact that Florida law really wants cases to happen quickly, but you've got kind of Florida law running up against this this um, classified information act or whatever it was called, Information Procedures Act, um, which slows things down. So yeah, Sorry. I mean he could theoretically. His best case scenario here is that he is elected president before this trial happens, and then he just pardons well, yeah. himself. That's what I'm thinking. You just you just fuck it along until until yeah. you're elected. Yeah. Um, second, is Judge Cannon still going to be the judge? Yeah, probably. She would need to recuse herself. There's no um, there is no procedure. I guess the the what is his name? I can never remember his name. Jack Smith. Jack, Jack Smith, Clark. Yeah. It's like just it's one of those names that it's like just right through my head because it's such a boring name. But uh, he could request that she be recused, but he has to be able to kind of put in a good argument. And she was randomly assigned a case that was a part of the original investigation apparently isn't enough. Nor is she was appointed by this guy. Okay, third question. Given yeah. that it's this is, t- is all going to take time to get all this stuff done, when do you think this is going to happen? I would... So to me, it's either a little bit later, like maybe this year, maybe the late fall or early winter or something like that. Um, or not for a long ass time, you know, over a year. Yeah. My, I think my, my main thinking is it would be over a year, you know? And we have also in this same period of time, you know, July 31st to around August 18th. Yeah. An indictment in Georgia. Yeah. Again, literally could be to the same day. Which day are you going away again? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly that window. What 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 day is it that you're dropping him off? 
Uh, the 16th. Okay. So very much could be the day that you're dropping your son off. Yeah. That the indictment happens and... Yeah. The indictment's going to be in that window, most likely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. The Georgia all, one, it absolutely will be happening. All signs point to indictment. Yeah. yeah. Like, all the winds seem to be blowing that way, right? Yes. Including the way that the the um, the um prosecutor's office has kind of told, told their, everyone, that hey, have, yeah. you're working from home, yeah. judges, don't keep your courtrooms available at this time. Like they don't normally do that. That's that's what I mean. Like they're putting out a lot of signals like this is going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. That indictment is a state, not a federal case. Right. Right. And that, so the New York case could proceed faster if there was, the New York case has a has a date at the, uh, has a trial date, which is March, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then the Georgia case, which the indictment's going to come in August, probably. Yeah. Probably the day you take your son to college. Absolutely. Then that case, presumably, let's just say nine months. Yeah. It's just. I would say it's probably a similar speed as the New York one. Right. So, yeah, you know, 10 months later, something like that. Which would be around September 2024. Yeah. Yep. 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 So at all three, there's nothing that to stop all three from happening. Nothing to stop all three from happening. Uh, the the thing we talked about earlier, which is with the federal case, his best case scenario is becoming president and pardoning himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York and Georgia, he can't pardon because those are state and not federal. So uh, so there's that. But. The New York case has always been a little bit hinky and could mm-hmm. well either fall apart or uh, not result in jail time. Mm-hmm. Georgia case seems a little bit more, a uh, little bit more toothy. The Georgia case sounds like it's a giant time bomb for him. Yeah, one would think. The Florida case you know. is like, here's the crimes. I did the crimes. Here's some pictures of me doing the crimes. I'm just here's yeah. the audio of me doing the crimes. Yeah, the, the Florida case definitely seems the most cut and dried. But the Florida case Very will have a... Very hard to argue against it. But it will have a Florida jury. Yeah, it will. So, you know, there is that. Yeah, but it's Palm Beach, which is like not hyper conservative, despite the fact that Trump lives there, you know. Well, then, realize that, again, uh... Dan, recently, where I just this, uh, I've been berating myself because I'm really stuck trying to. I'm, I'm re- not stuck, but like I'm in the early stages of really stacking stuff up for the new book, which means yeah. that I spend a lot of my time just thinking. Yep. I have to have a very, 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 very clear sense of what I'm doing when I write mysteries. I am very, very precise. Yeah. Like almost to the almost to a an, a, an unnecessary degree at points. So I need to know. I need to put my finger on the spot. I need to have looked at the map and really worked it all out and so sometimes it appears like i am doing nothing yeah when i'm just staring intently at a wall like i kind of burn a hole through it and again i've said i've had a little a little fogginess like a a couple especially a couple weeks ago i think it's clearing up but i had definitely some fogginess which i think was post-covid kind of just a little something drifting through the system but i think about this now and i think about 
what next year is going to look like. Like just the sheer, <laughs> and that is, now we're going to go right into the next story, which will lead it to the sheer unbridled chaos. Yeah. And when I was up in the Thousand Islands, those people have the right idea. Yep, they, they do. Live, they live for that river. Yeah. They're all friends. They all go up every year. They all love the river. They drift along in their boats. They look at the river. They hang out together. They eat. Dan, everywhere you look is ice cream and flavored popcorn. Everywhere. Wow. And they're giving, they're like, oh yeah, if you go up the place, the old timey ice cream place, every one of their, like their small is three giant scoops. Yum. Of homemade ice cream. Yeah. It's all ice cream and river breezes and, and this river is a river. Like it's a big river and everyone's yeah. like zipping around and having the best time. It's a it sounds good place. marvelous. If we got sat, if we're sitting there on an island, Dan. Yep. We're touching Canada with one foot and the U.S. and the other because the line goes right through. Okay. My phone was like, "You're in Canada. You're in the U.S. You're in Canada." Yeah. You're, you just drift around. Yep. Like I got a bunch of international charges by accident. That's okay. Yeah, you okay. gotta love that part. Dan, think how beautiful and safe all of says Whoville would be if we were all just on an island together, mm-hmm. sitting around having a barbecue. Mm-hmm. You have the fish on your head. I got the tofu on my head. Mm-hmm. We all are together. Or that big barn I keep looking up in Massachusetts where there's a barn it's for still sale. still available? Get it's that still, shit. It's still for Do sale, it. Dan. Pull that trigger. It's still for sale. Get it done, Maureen Johnson. Because we are going into an absolute paper shredder over here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the second thing today, Dan. Well, Maureen, the second thing that happened today is that the Justice Department announced that they had reached a plea deal with Hunter Biden <sighs> over Maureen late filing his taxes in pleading guilty to, let me say that again, late filing his taxes He uh, is going to avoid a charge on lying about drug use when buying a handgun. Dan, Hmm? look. Yeah. Both these guys have large fail sons. Yes. Trump has a couple. Trump has a family of fail sons. Yeah. Hunter Biden clearly has a substance issue. Mm-hmm. The difference, of course, uh, in Joe Biden's defense is that he really loves his son. Yeah, he like, really loves his son. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt that this man who has had a lot of trouble and yet somehow gets really good jobs that pay a bunch of money. Yeah. Like... That, yeah, I get it. That feels weird. It does. You know? Absolutely. That's that's not uh, likely entirely on the up and up, but uh, but you only need to look at Trump's family to see what that could look like at scale. Yeah. Here's the thing. First of all, I'm going to be going to see the family in a couple weeks. Trump-loving relative will undoubtedly be like, Hunter Biden. Yeah. And, he, you know, and with the Trump stuff, he he kind of just 
spritzed out and was like, okay, now do Biden. And I think they think that's right. a gotcha. And I'm like, right. oh, do what you want. Have at right. it. Have a good time. If he yeah. did something, find out. Prosecute him. That's what right. it's for. <laughs> do it. Well, yeah. We don't I mean, care. It seems that they investigated all of the, you know, business dealings and all of that and did not come up with anything prosecutable. And so instead, late filing his taxes and uh, avoiding a charge on lying on a handgun application. These yeah. do not feel like major federal crimes. Nobody cares. Except no. they all do because they're obsessed with Hunter right. Biden. Yeah. I mean, I to me, it feels like the Justice Department kind of made the decision of like, well, we'll do Trump and then we'll do Hunter Biden. And then everyone will be like, oh, cool. Look at this. They, you know, they yeah, they're doing the, the right thing. The straight shooters. Pew, pew, pew. But they are not going to appease anyone with this. Already, no. everyone is saying that not only is, you know, like Biden crime family, blah, blah, blah. But uh, now they're also saying like, oh, this is, you know, a key, uh, you know, evidence that the Justice Department is, you know, in the pocket of Biden and blah, 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 blah. Like the thing that I wish that people would fucking figure out at this point is that you cannot appease these fucks because they are not dealing with straight you cannot no. do a single thing to say see look at this we're doing this over here and so you should be able to they don't care they do not care they are not interested in uh anything that doesn't simply line up with the worldview that they want to espouse they do not care they will continue to do the same shit they will continue to talk the same shit. They will continue to sling the same shit. There is yeah, no appeasing them. No, there isn't. I've lived with this. Like I've, you know, I've seen it micro, like a lot of us have, and the, the macro. It's yeah. nothing matters. Right. Reality doesn't right. matter. Right. You know what's going? It doesn't matter. Right. And. um my mother, bless her heart, is always always kind of saying, like, you know, there's got to be some good Republicans out there who now right. will just say this is enough. I'm like, who oh, are these imagine who are these yeah. imaginary people? Right. Look, this has been going on now. Just this part, just this story has been going on for eight years. Yeah. None of it matters. I just, I felt that eight years right in the center of my chest when you said that. Mm -hmm. Kind of. <laughs> We've been doing this for seven, but the story has been going on for eight. Not quite seven. Well, it will be seven this year, Doug. Not quite seven. Six. Six. Yes, not seven. Eight no. episodes, down. Eight episodes. Yeah. Well, you know, this is episode number 293, so... Dan, I just want to say ballpark. that when we do our, instead of eight episodes, when we're hitting eight years for the election of 2024, Fuck. as we run screaming down the jetway of Trump fighting like a, like an angry crab with a knife in a fire <laughs> as he's arrested three times oh. and is fighting for his life. We've already, and at that point, 
the insurrection will be four years behind us, and then the bigger insurrection craziness will be coming. Yeah. We already have actual Nazis out all the time now. Real yeah. ones, Dan, out oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And we have Biden versus Trump. Mm-hmm. In a screaming battle for the apocalypse. Well, you and I will be sitting here instead of eight episodes, Dan, eight mm -hmm. years later, you and me yeah. sitting there. Yeah. You know, episode, year. It was a detail. We mixed up a detail. And then when we sit there, Dan, for 2028. On a floating trash barge. Well, I'll just be wearing our dumbass Apple headsets at that point. In a river of fire. Yep. It'll be fine. At least we won't be in a submarine. We didn't know, Dan, that we would go through a, a world of pandemic that shut down the world. Remember how mm -hmm. that shut down the world, Dan? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm just saying, Dan, we need to get in 2023 a very relaxed mindset friend gave me a piece of advice this was back sort of right after college my friend was a is a really good martial arts person he trained in like a million things and he was i went to see him in the hospital because his car got hit by a bus and when he saw it coming he relaxed because he said i knew that the impact like if my muscles were relaxed the impact i would be i would be hurt less okay a week after that dan i was in a major car accident yeah Five car accident. It was a really it was a, rip, it was a big accident. It totaled my car. A woman totally went down the wrong way on a one way street, plowed into the side of my car, sent me through a major Philadelphia intersection. I took out three parked cars and a parking meter down. I thought I was going to go over a bridge into the river. It was bad. I couldn't see anything. Yikes. Both the airbags were up. The car was filled with smoke from the airbags. I was blind and the car was still moving. And in those wow. couple seconds, which felt like years, yeah. The airbags are up. I'm in like a cloud. My car is screaming through. I hear smashing sounds. And I think I know I'm sort of going towards this bridge near a river. And I don't know what's going to stop me. I don't know if I'm hitting anybody. I don't know what's happening. Jesus. In those couple seconds, I remember thinking, just try to like loosen up. This is happening. See if you can relax. I didn't I didn't have a lot of time to really process that. But yeah. clearly, I, this arm was trying to do something because I was—I may have been trying to reach for the parking, like the parking brake or something, like to sure. try to slow it down. You know. So this arm got ripped out of the socket. Yeah. But otherwise, I was this fine. Is a horrible story. No, I, I was like, I, Dan, I walked away from that. Uh -huh. And if you saw that car, you'd be like, nobody walked away from this. I kicked open the door and walked away. I had to kick it open because it was smashed. Sure. But I turned, I kicked open the door, and I walked out. Then I immediately collapsed on the sidewalk and was swept up by an ambulance. Yeah. I'm just saying, I walked away with basically no injuries, except a slightly wonky yeah. shoulder. When you see it coming, Dan, you have to take the island mentality. You have to relax. <laughs> relax. Don't tense up. Relax. Just relax your muscles. Relax your breathing. That Say, this is happening. Yeah. I'll deal with it. I'll, even if I go in the river, I'll figure it out. That's what I was thinking, Dad. I was like, I'll figure it out. Sure. And I yeah, did. Why not? 
You did. And when you I did stopped, it. and I stopped in a cloud of smoke and wreckage, and I heard a voice screaming to get out of the car before it exploded, which apparently I heard somebody telling me that. And when I came out, there was no one there. Whoa. But I clearly heard it. Yipes. Just saying, Dan. And I kicked open the door and I walked away from that smoldering wreck. Like that gif of the woman like tossing the match behind her and the thing is yeah. I walked away from a pile of cars, Dan. It was quite a scene. That is quite a scene. 2024, relax. 2023 is uh-huh. when you relax. You really okay. take the time. This is the time to really get into yoga and meditation. Really build some mm-hmm. new neural pathways. I am serious. Okay. Build some neural pathways that tell you to relax and take it one second at a time. And I'll do that with you. I'll make maybe I'll make a little meditation tape over the weekend for for the town watch just to be, help okay. you really relax. A little a little guided meditation, a little hypnosis. It'll be lovely. Sounds because good. Because next year is going to be, I believe the word I learned in German was Riesenkolumbalage, which means like terrific crash. <laughs> Everything coming together, Dan. It is going to be a shit show. It is going to be like the end of um, the movie with the masks where everybody wears the same mask um, and blows up parliament. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Yeah. It is, when you really just think about the fact that there will likely be three separate trials of Donald Trump, Mm. an entire primary season, and a general election. I will say, when I was in the town, I walked over, because I was going through the shops. I I even go through shops to kind of look what people buy and stuff, and one of them had a window full of some of the worst Trump shirts I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I bet. Like really, really racist. Yeah. Like I was, and I just stood there and I was in this beautiful place and all these people are so friendly and everyone's like just trying to, they're they're tripping over themselves to help you out. And then I looked at that and I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring the energy up. Let's bring the energy up, Dan. Bring it up. And everybody okay. relax. I want y'all to really just lower oh, lift your shoulders up, 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 and drop and drop. Release, release, release. Really. They're ski slopes. They're ski slopes, those shoulders. Everything's rain's running off. Gentle this rain's running off. Just of lower says down. It's made possible by you. Rain's gently running down your arms. Through your support of our you're, Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Also, guys, best five dollars you'll ever spend. Right now, you go on there for five dollars, and we don't really promote it that much. There's a hell of a lot of stuff in there. There's like 160 episodes of that. There's a lot, and we've also spilled a lot of terrible secrets and given a lot of personal information, including our social security numbers. And you can get that for five dollars. And it is available to you at patreon.com slash says who our theme music was performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can also find us at says who at omfg.town on Mastodon. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at says who podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's also a fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. 
Spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, June 28th. Suddenly, we are done with June for our very next episode from my basement in Chicago. I am Dan Sinker. Dan, I just want to, I wanted to check to see if there were any updates on the submarine. I the headline 40 is 40 hours of air. If 40 hours of air left. Uh, and the people on board are a a British businessman um, and a billionaire mm-hmm. and his son and a French diver. Um, Think of how much poop is in that tube at this point. <sighs> I Riding mean, in a poop murder tube, it's the size of a minivan. Yeah. I'm in a minivan under the sea. How did this happen to me? How did this happen to me in this minivan under the sea? I wanted to see the Titanic, but now I'm just filled up with panic. This was a mistake on my part. Trying to hold in a big fart because yes. I'm on a minivan under the sea. That's right, I'm in a minivan under the sea. How the hell did this happen to me, to me, in this minivan under the sea? <laughs> terrible. How this did I? What am I has doing? Ben says who. Ah, the guy controlling it with a PlayStation. Uh, I really should have taken a vacation. (laughs) He's got some parts from a store. I should have asked some questions before I got on this minivan under the sea. Everybody now, minivan under the sea. Why the hell is this happening to me? Now I'm in a minivan under the sea. Bloop, 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 bloop. There goes a fish. There goes a fish. If I had a wish, I'd be a fish. Because I'm two and a half miles down in a wreck that is all over the ground I'm in a tiny little tin can Full of billionaires And we've only got 40 hours left to air And I'm pulling out all that's left of my hair Because I have made a grave mistake Minivan under the sea <laughs>